Waffle is good. Waffle is great. Waffle eats pizza with their face. Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chet Fleek. Gail, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leland. I am Waffle, and I I am known as Valor Breaker. I don't I don't think you are. I don't think anybody. And that's what they call me. <laughs> I don't think anybody calls you that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they call me Valor Breaker, Terror of the East. I strictly speaking, so they you didn't call break you the liar. Valor. No, I yeah. didn't do anything. I think I broke Valor it the I most of anyone, honestly. So. <laughs> we can collectively be Valor Breaker. <laughs> Uh, really, the gnomes did for removing the element. Yeah, the, yeah, the gnomes did all the hard work. This is the. This yeah. is we're we're going to break project. the rest of it down. But, <laughs> I mean. We're the Valor Disabler. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't have we, the same ring. It Exactly, so let's not. <laughs> valor not, Distractors? I feel like we're just Valor Distractors. I, I'm not I'm not okay with the stolen Valor. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jux is trying to steal here. I mean, that's, yeah. Anyway. Um, we don't have any mail from fans, so we're going to uh, move right on into the what happened last time. I uh, We broke the valor. <laughs> uh, actually, no, last time was, uh, so we had destroyed the valor of Jux, I say yep. we in the the general umbrella sense that includes the notes. We were part of the operation. The Valor of Jux was destroyed, and we contributed. And yeah. then I showed back up to the ship. Falrock was a duck for a while. Yep. And uh, then... No, this I was, was like, the, uh, the... We took the pieces away. They're yeah. like, yo, where are you going with that uh, enslavement engine 9000? And we're like, to destroy it. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, really? So, cool. Want to go blow it up over here? We're like, yeah, sure. So that feels like it. What that was a really like. It wasn't exactly like that. I don't think we were really trusted that we were going to go and destroy it. So look, both parties have have said they want to destroy it. Escorted to destroy it. (laughs) I I'm just a little skeptical of the gnomes still. Because Fair. I'm sure I would many be. of them have good intentions, but there are a few of them that are probably like, oh, but imagine the scientific possibilities. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we, we've That's had a run in with some them. irky baffle stones in our time. So. Yeah, I, you, yeah, most of them were, in fact, irky baffle stones. <laughs> in fairness, there were a lot of them. So <laughs> irky by himself brings the average sociopathy of gnomes pretty high. I, it's yeah. almost to one. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like uh, they are all just like one experiment away from being a baffle stone. So. They're all one toxic waste exposure away from becoming a Batman villain. Isn't that all of us, though? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know Probably. that's certainly true of me. <laughs> I feel like I'm one toxic waste exposure away from being dead. So that's not, also not true of everyone. Not necessarily villainous, just dead. You can be you're both. You're telling me you're different. <laughs> I feel like if I came back as an undead, I wouldn't be terribly villainous. I'd just be like, well, this sucks. 
I died and I still have to pay taxes? Yeah. Well, no. You're a villain, so you don't. Yeah, well... I think there's a lot of villains out there that are like, oh yeah, I'll dominate the world, but I won't fuck with the IRS. Right, look at the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, this has been a diversion. It, welcome to our recaps. We like, pulled out the reactor, and now we're flying to Hobstonopolis to destroy it, and mm -hmm. there was a storm, and we were like, nah, get out of here, storm. Yeah. Nah, not to get not to get out by the storms. That's what happens. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So you all, uh, Hopsnopolis is on the horizon. You are being escorted by Penona Humplebumple and uh, a good contingent of the Ornithopters, as well as one of the outlying islands that was chained to Hopsnopolis, mm -hmm. which is now. Uh, propelling itself along behind you, containing many wizards uh, <laughs> and other gnomish support staff, and the the gnomish city of wonders uh, sits hanging in the sky like a uh, tetrahedral jewel, um, all glimmer and smoke and nonsensical architecture, um, and Panona gets in touch and it's like we're going to be putting down on uh island 37b um the one that has the pit of lava on it and that's <laughs> where you'll be disposing of the uh the reactor core fantastic you laugh well i laughed about there was a joke made about are you ready for industrial disposal but <laughs> That's actually what's going to be happening here yeah, today okay. on the Alchemist Club. Um, I yeah, I hop onto the Teleferous controls and uh, I'm gonna head for the island and get ready to dunk the big kerplunk, as they say in the biz. I, Do we have like a big tree claw hand that we can pick up junk and put in <laughs> put in a lava pit with? I I don't think well, that would be encouraged. They, so they don't none of us question that the gnomes well, not... have. I love how none of us question that the gnomes have a lava pit. Yeah, why wouldn't it's... they? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up here. It it wouldn't be a hand that we dunk in the lava. It would be like a you know a, an industrial crane basically. No, so what they've got there, they don't have a crane. They have a single like imagine a cross between. A wizard and like a blue collar construction worker from Jersey, and he only knows one spell, and it's Bigby's very, very large hand. <laughs> <laughs> There's magnetism spells. That would also. How many, serve. I want to know how many gnomish lava lava pit related deaths there are <laughs> it's annually. a non-zero number they, yep they i, 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 I knew that <laughs> and it says it has been zero days since an accident but the zero isn't actually a flip card it's just hard stenciled on <laughs> yeah. there yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh usually it's small things um you know people playing with tanks of gas and that sort of thing but it's fine 
Uh, yeah, so you get closer to the islands, and you can see that there is a large number of gnomes uh, pa- stationed kind of there. Could somebody make uh, an intelligence check for me, please? Okay. Or everybody, if you really want. 17. That'd go well, but sure. Oh, uh, yes. A three. Uh, uh, same. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I don't think you're really gonna make me roll. Yes. Ah. Okay. Okay. Farlock is busy concentrating on all the fire uh, yeah. lines that are keeping yeah. the the thing together. So I got a eleven. Okay. Uh, Desmond, Terrajux, everybody got above ten. Um, you recognize that a, a fair number of the gnomes on this island are actually members of the patent office like the the oh. grand council um of hopstonopolis uh here to witness the disposal oh okay um along with a substantial number of gnomish workers wearing uh, a significant amount of safety gear just like <laughs> a lot i'm honestly shocked that they have safety gear <laughs> <laughs> lots of uh like body suits that are inscribed with runes of cold. Ooh, that's cool. Um, and they are. Uh, one of them has the like traffic cone or uh, airplane directional cone things, the flight yeah. sticks or whatever. And he's yeah. like signaling for you to fly Teliferous in, like you can't see where things are supposed <laughs> to go. Um, it's it's mostly just the two sticks point up at the tree and then at the lava. Up at the tree, yeah. at the lava. Um, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm doing the thing where I'm leaning out the window and I've got one hand <laughs> on the wheel. I'm like, yeah, ease her in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, could you make me a piloting check, please? Sure, I would be delighted. Uh, bad time to roll an eight. Let's see. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. 14. So you start to, uh, drop it in. Um, and Desmond, you start getting, uh, heat warnings on the the Mm. central console as you get close to this pit of lava. It's too hot. I can't take it anymore. And remember, Teliferous is um, a tree. <laughs> not only is it a tree, but its it elemental shielding got shorted out. Oh! How about we have the captain take over this one? I, I, <laughs> would, argue I would argue I'm a better pilot than Desmond. Um, I would also argue that if if we're trying to like if we go down and dip this thing, maybe it would make more sense to drop it from like the safe heat distance and just yeah what if we just get above it and then i just lower it down like oh yeah just, you just a long cut the vines down. well no it's it's not necessarily cutting them so much as it's like taking ones away and lengthening the ones that stay until it's a safe enough distance to not you know splash lava everywhere uh i mean radio Panona or whoever's in charge we need to use the laden frost effect uh-huh all right i'm into it all right so i i get up out of the captain's chair and i go down to the gun and i just start shooting water to to make a protective barrier as we go down 
Okay. Okay. I'm gonna need. And then I will. Some... I will plunge us in while we are protected. Why does the whole tree have to go in the lava pits? No, I'm not plunging Teliferous in. I'm just saying we gotta like you know kiss it. Look, I am lengthening the vines as as we're speaking. Like, and they're getting a nice coating of water. Um, yeah, the, the fire vines. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, right. yeah. It, there's a lot of yeah. steam. There's a lot of steam. Um, it looks very cool. It is billowing out and making it very difficult for anybody to see anything. Um, so can cut, I cut get the water while we're lining this up? Maybe. Can I get? Um, attack rolls, ranged attack rolls two of them from Desmond can I get a piloting check at disadvantage from Terrajux and a strength check from Fallrock oh <laughs> boy that is a total of 20 okay 14 and a 9 17 <sighs> okay Oh god, what are you people doing? Um, so our best. I don't know that that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Desmond is providing a helpful question mark uh, sheen of water over just about everything. Um, I'm I'm gonna say that rather than like properly firing the gun. Guns, because remember, your weapons come from crystals in the leaves of Teliferous. He's just set them to, like, minimum water pressure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of leaking out of them and kind of pouring over the sides of Teliferous because you can't really target anything directly underneath the tree. Right. Um, so there's a small waterfall now coming off of Teliferous itself. Um... Falrock, you are having to do a fair bit of heavy lifting with these vines to keep the orb from just kind of dropping. Um, Terrajux, you are trying to descend without actually putting Teliferous in the lava pit, despite the fact that you are completely shrouded in steam. Like, it, visibility is currently zero. I'm I'm using the audio cue of the cartoon bloop. bloop oh yeah, the the, lava the Minecraft lava noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm going entirely <laughs> off the Minecraft lava noise. I'm like a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, you can also, as you're listening, hear protests from all the gnomes. The fact that everything is completely invisible now. Ah. Um, <laughs> See, now we can just stash it and take it for ourselves. Steal <laughs> it! <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate heist! Oh my god. <laughs> we we cast Enlarge Reduce on it three times. Uh -huh. <laughs> and you just and keep just it as a marble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, we, we dunk it. You, you drop it slowly ease it into the lava um and then can everybody please make a perception check with advantage oh 17 you know w one of them was a nat one but well aren't you lucky yeah uh 25 okay 25 for chad 23 23 for desmond 
A what? Crit. Crit for Leolin. 17. 17 for Falrock. I also got a 17. 17 for Terrajux. Uh, everybody hears as the uh, the reactor core is lowered into the lava and begins to uh, melt. Um, there are kind of horrible death rattle screams coming from it. Um, ex- what? Yeah. From the reactor? From the reactor core, yeah. I... It'll be all over in a minute. Uh... uh... So I remember the plan here. The elemental was supposed to have been banished. Correct. Okay. Comes back after a minute. Only if you don't... Only if you fuck up your concentration. Like... And would it would it return to the they exact lied. same... Or they lied re- to us. Or they lied to us. Um, yeah, I'm gonna yank the controls back then, because this is... Uh, Whatever's going on here is not the plan. I'm going to pull us back away from the lava a little bit. Okay. Uh, you pull up. Do you go, like, outside of the convection zone or just, like, enough that it's no longer dangling in the lava itself? Outside of the, like, convection zone. Like, I want to get clear of the okay. lava here. Because something is up. So you pull back up. Um, you get most of the way out of the steam cloud and, uh, Panona appears on an ornithopter and is like, what, what is going on? Cast it into the fire. (laughs) (laughs) We Uh, need to send a team down there or something. There's something still in there. What? No, it's empty. You could hear it. Hear what? The screams. There weren't any screams. There's a lot of steam coming up from the lava because apparently your tree is wet now. Uh, Ched brings his hand. I I heard them too. Oh my god! Thank goodness I'm not the crazy one this time. <laughs> okay, can I roll like insight or knowledge on this? Because I, I've worked in a forge. I know what steam expansion sounds like. What a, what a yeah. steam whistle is, right? Uh-huh. Sure. So can I roll something to make sure that's not what we heard? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, is it insider knowledge? Uh, give me knowledge. Okay. Uh, that's only a seventeen then. That was not a steam whistle. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. It was. All right. I, sure. I point to Desmond. I say, "Don't move the ship," and I vault the railing to. Uh, fall down to the orb okay you do the thing uh is it I like the water is it like red hot or can i stand on it it's uh i'm gonna say fairly it's cooled enough that touching it is possible for very short instances without being incinerated because it was okay. being soaked in water um but it is still quite hot yes uh, I kind of like skating along the top surface then I um I'll take like the the hilt of a dagger and like if there's is there any like hatches or any kind of exterior features or is it just a seamless orb it no it's not a seamless orb uh there is one 
hole in the side where it was formerly attached to mm. the Valor, and there's another hole oh, in the right. bottom where it was briefly soaked in lava. Okay, um, I'm going to land, I guess, in that the hole where it was connected to the Valor. Okay. Is that, like, can I see inside, or is it, like, a door? You can see inside. Yeah, it got sheared off of the connecting tunnel, remember? Right. Uh, do I see anything inside immediately, or is it... Make a perception... Well, I guess this would be investigation. Make an investigation check. Can I hear anything inside? <laughs> you can make a perception check also, if you really okay. want. I I will do... Better I think those. they're probably the same stat for me, so... Uh, or like same modifier rather. Uh, Don't you get advantage on your windy perception checks? No, I get I, I do on concentration checks, but I don't know if this is technically a concentration check. Hey, here. Uh, that's going to be a fifteen. Would I, have, would I get a crunch to that if I you... shot No. 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 It's on ready. You don't hear no, or spicy. see. I'm feeling generous. Hey, oh. You promised me three years, Christopher. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you don't hear or see anything inside of this chamber. Okay, and the so the bottom is now a goopy, melty mess. Yeah, and I can see straight down into the lava. Like straight it's... down. Well, there's a lot of steam in the way, but yeah, you can see I out. I blow the some of the steam out of the way, and then um, I am going to sort of hop into the the rounded contour of the inside here and like skid down along it into a a walk up to the edge and i look around at this cavernous space and i'll just say in uh in Oren, i guess hello is anybody here um you don't get any response um okay I'm going to sit down and actually like take a moment to collect the wind and listen to it. And uh, I'll I'll say again in Elemental, like, I am a friend. I am I am here to help you. Uh, whatever has been done, whatever wrongs have been wrought here, I seek to undo them. Please, if you need our help, you need only reveal yourself, and we will give it. Make a concentration check. All right. That is going to be a total of 21. Uh, okay. So you focus and you gather yourself and um, you kind of put a hand down on the metal and uh, you hear more anguished wailing inside your head. Oh. It's kind of omnidirectional or from the metal itself? Like does it does it seem to emanate from the metal or it's just like a psychic contact and then it, it's in my head? It seems to emanate from the metal. Okay. Uh whew, I fly back up to the ship and I go, Falarak, I need you down here. I need a metallurgist. Uh, there's <laughs> something in the metal, I think, that is capable of feeling pain, maybe. Oh, the scream. It's yeah. alive. Okay. Something is alive. And it's very They took an faint. elemental and molded it into something solid. 
and then put another elemental inside it? I... It's how baby elementals are made, right? Maybe no, no, you need elemental? to get in touch with whichever gnome performed the banishment ritual and get them here, and we need all the information they have about the ritual and their findings and anything, because something else is going on here. I mean, I could banish it if you want. Let's get maybe a Falrock and a Desmond detect magic down there, and then... Yeah, the, have I'm an not old touching priest. it with my We can tongue. have an old priest and a young priest, so... <laughs> <laughs> Desmond is... cup and a wet cup. Desmond is yeah. both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. um, I... Clearing this with Ponono first, so we're not shot out of the sky for going rogue. I am going to nudge Teliferous off to the side so we are not over the lava pit while doing this investigation. Uh-huh. Just on, you know, the off chance that Fallout gets knocked unconscious. So, so hang on, and, and Ponono's not hearing any... Nobody else heard this. Correct. Wait, I asked the dwarves on the ship. Did any of the dwarves also hear the scream, or was it just us? Uh, it appears it was just you. Oh boy! This is some hashling shit. This is some hashling shit. Okay. Duncan, I know. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We don't know nearly enough about hashling shit to just go dunking willy nilly. <laughs> and I don't, don't even we? mean this in a like we're causing pain to a living being. I mean this in a like, are we sure dunking is gonna destroy it, or is dunking gonna set it free in our dimension? We don't even know what we're dunking at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's why I need yeah. Falrock and Desmond down there. All right, I'm walking. And then um, after, I, I think I'll like cast Fly on uh, Desmond because Falrock can just walk on surfaces. Um, yeah, it's I'm a gonna jog. go. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's a fast walk. <laughs> Power walk. I'm gonna go talk to Basil and Ivy, and I also want to ask them if they have any divination or. <laughs> Anything that could like detect the presence of a soul within a vessel or anything, because I this is out of my wheelhouse. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, you know what? We could ask. Ask who? Ask Aquila. Oh, that's I, a good I'm last already, story. Yeah, I'm already halfway down there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do remember what we told you about your. Uh... Your girl there, right? <laughs> okay. Can't nobody can talk about you, my girl, but me. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, Falrock making his way downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's jogging fast. Uh, walls pass, and he's he's core bound. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you made that work. That's very good. Um, you arrive. You see Terrajux, uh, kind of sitting on the inside, uh, one hand against the metal. The skin's only mildly burned. Yeah, it's cooling down. It's fine. It's it's fine. I'll I'll leave a thin layer. It peels right off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what our epidermis is for. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Um. I'm trying to think what kind of check this would be. Like, investigation, presumably? That seems reasonable to me. Uh, that's a 13. Um, what are you, what are you doing to investigate? I guess I'd, like... 
it sounds dumb, but I, I bang on it a little bit and make sure that it sounds like a metal I would recognize, I guess. I mean, even having had adamantine around for a while now, I'd know what that sounds like, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm trying to figure out what this is made of from banging on it or... I mean, we've seen what happens when it heats up. It it goes white hot before it ever starts melting, so it's got a pretty high heat retention. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what this is made of. Does it have like rivets and things, or is it like die cast? Um, okay, uh, so a couple a couple things. Um, one, uh, each time your fist makes contact with the wall as you're banging on it you hear very briefly tormented wailing in your head um second on very close and fine inspection with your uh dwarven uh metallurgy uh senses which is like spider sense but specifically (laughs) for this Uh um you you realize that the the walls of this chamber are not wholly smooth. Um, They are, in fact, inscribed with tiny magical runes, like each the size of maybe the head of a pin. Oh, ma'am. What do the runes say? I I don't think... Well, if they're in magic script, I can't read them. Yeah. Um, Ah. And I'm pretty sure Terra Jugs can't either. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Um, one second. Wait, I brought my magic runes for dummies translation nope, guide. <laughs> Look, I, I got Tongue of Sun and Moon this level, okay? Uh, I understand all spoken language, and any creature that can understand a language can understand what I say. Hmm. Not oh, written. Cool. So, never mind. It, it is pointless, but I had to double um, check the, the wording of that. Desmond might be able to decipher... I don't remember if Desmond can read magic script or not. I just, I'm just kind of going down the list of like who's useful at weird arcane stuff, and it's all of us are like a, a C plus, and then we've got Basil and Ivy that are like an A plus. Uh huh. And I want to try the C plus first. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I can't. I don't think so. Okay. Well, here's another question. Do we want anyone who's trained in magic reading this? Yeah. In the sense we no that we're worried to... about them being... We have no reason not to trust Basil and Ivy. Right. Yeah. But, like, if we're hearing yelling in our head, presumably because of uh, hatchling stuff, then do we want somebody who's not hatchlingified reading that and going crazy? Like I, I trust Basil and Ivy to not recreate this and to not write this down, but like I could give them some of our blood real quick. I don't no. think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think first thing we need to confirm is whether or not this is a hatchling thing, because so far it seems like it's physical contact with the shell that does the majority of it. Um, I'm thinking we need to get a volunteer <laughs> to touch the the runic <laughs> surface here like i did and well, no because no, the the dwarves on the ship would have heard it too well no but Are i'm saying talking like, about like a non one of us volunteers or one of us a non-hatchling we have to we have to rule out that it's a hatchling thing by seeing okay. if somebody else can make contact with it 
In that case, I'd, I'd ask Basil or Ivy. Wh- whoever's better at reading runic script. Uh, that is that is Basil, who okay. is the more bookish of the two. Fair enough. Um, Let's go politely ask Basil. He's like, all right, how am I going to get down there, though? Point at Tarjux. <laughs> and I've already got the baby Bjorn on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to do. I, uh, okay. I, um, I explained to Basil that I will uh, assist with his... Uh... I cast Fly on him. <laughs> okay. Uh he silently judges your casting technique. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> atrocious. And he, he as as he is descending, he is also he's not like making it look like he's doing any cool fly. He steps off the edge and descends like in an elevator. Um and he <laughs> Man, has I'm his just... spell book out and he's like making notes. <laughs> I'm a little bit disgusted. <laughs> I've never seen someone oh, make oh, flying oh. look constrained, you know. <laughs> The um, pedestrian, <laughs> and he arrives inside the the sphere. Well, it's Dang. not really a sphere anymore, I guess. Most of a sphere. It's a blob. Um, and he pulls out a pair of reading glasses that kind of go in front of his normal glasses, uh, so that he can read the tiny, tiny script. And, um, and we do need him to touch it. Like he he holds up a hand and he's like, "Listen, you don't get to be a wizard who has lived this long by just randomly touching magical <laughs> objects." Uh huh. Um, so he he takes some notes on the script. He gets out a sheet of paper and a stick of charcoal and makes a rubbing of them. Um, and he. Uh, tentatively places a single fingertip on the surface of the uh, reactor core. Uh, And he makes a face, and he takes his finger away, and he says, well, I didn't hear any screaming, but it didn't feel like I got a headache. Hmm. It was not great. Well, try your whole hand. No. He makes a face at you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is this is Basil's like Batman villain origin story right here. Uh-huh. If we're not careful, yeah. so this is the about, toxic waste. Yeah, yeah. How, how about not? <laughs> we were just talking about this before we started, and uh huh. All right. Um, what can we do to find out more about this? Because I'm not comfortable dunking this thing in lava until we're sure we're not like snuffing out the sapience of an innocent being or something? I could not tell you. There's... He flies around the interior of the sphere. I assume you continue to let him fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, When I give someone the ability to fly, it's theirs for as long as I can manage it. <laughs> I suppose that's... Yeah, that makes sense. Um, He drifts from side to side and he's like this entire thing every square inch of this has these runes on the on it uh translating it and figuring out how they interact would probably take a year 
there's this is one of the most tightly packed densest forms of rune engraving i've ever seen i don't know how they got it so small Hmm. well that's deeply concerning i it certainly speaks highly of you know the juxian uh rune runesmiths i i will say that miniaturization (laughs) magical miniaturization they're just they're shrinking down the entire runesmiths is the that's the trick (laughs) enlarge reduce they just have an army of tiny runesmiths it took them ages to do it all (laughs) (laughs) but they spent a lot less money on coffee than they did on previous years that's true you you get one pot and that lasts the whole team a day (laughs) so we didn't keep any juxian prisoners right no okay and even if and... you had, most of them wouldn't know anything about this. Yeah, they weren't any... They were just, like, soldiers. There wasn't any uh-huh. of the... You didn't get any of the I... top top uh, secret-level, classified, eyes-only kind of yeah. folks in the, the Valor. They're all back in and... Juxian... Well, in Jux, I should say. Plus, also, the gnomes were the ones extracting all this stuff anyways, so... Or at least they were in the, like, elemental areas. Well, do we trust them to investigate it? I don't think they're going to let us leave with it. No, they are not. I I think it's time we rope in uh, Pannona and probably the patent office in this particular conversation. Because there are ethical considerations here. Uh, As if on cue, (laughs) Panana appears uh, outside the hatch, and she's like, so what's going on? You want to see if you hear this voice? Touch this metal. um, What a thing to say to somebody. Carefully, (laughs) carefully touch maybe like two fingers onto the inner surface of this sphere here. She peels off her bespoke uh, soft leather ornithopter glove and uh touches two fingers and wrinkles her nose and says wow that's ooh, ow yeah um and then i i slap my whole hand on there uh and i go <laughs> I, my voice raises a little bit because it's like i'm trying to talk over someone screaming even though it's not an actual physical sound i go it's actually much worse when you do this but we're not quite sure that other people can survive it yet so please don't um <laughs> she's like <laughs> right uh the whole whole sphere is screaming um perpetually we think and there's runes on every square millimeter of the interior surface sorry juximeter on the interior surface here <laughs> millijuxer i uh, yeah no, it's, it's not... moving on moving on juxter. um yeah so uh there is a non-zero chance, in my uninformed layman's opinion, that dunking this in lava would be inflicting harm, possibly, onto some sort of being or entity that has been bound into the interior surface of this sphere, and it is beyond the combined magical know-how of myself and the rest of the crew to uh, determine that one way or the other. So I think it's time we start having... Uh, difficult and complicated discussions with yourself and the patent office about what we're going to do here. Okay. 
Um... Look, I want this thing destroyed more than anybody here, but I also don't want to consign a potentially innocent being to death by burning alive if it could be helped, you know? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess let's let's go loop them in. Um, um, I she... will... I'll just follow Panona down. Okay. Um, Basil is still there taking more rubbings. Um, I'll keep an eye on Basil. Okay. He He's only going to be there for like 10 more minutes before he realizes that like Terradrex is gone and nobody's asking him questions anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, one question I do ask Basil before we go is whether... Like, do the runes repeat, or is are they all different runes? Like, is this one spell repeated many, many, many times, or a single spell? It's... I'll have to... It's hard to say. I've... He holds up, like, three sheets of paper uh, that are covered in charcoal, and he's like, so far, I... It looks like these are all different from each other. I haven't seen any repetition yet, but there are so many inscribed here that it, it's almost impossible for me to tell you one way or the other. Okay. I fly down with Pannona. Uh You fly down. You fly down with Pannona and find yourself uh, standing amidst the various members of the Gnomish Patent Office, which I'm already regretting because I don't remember which document <laughs> their names are in. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I remember uh, Applejack Crumble Down. I remember uh, uh, Ellie Bell Horcus Porcus. Uh huh. Those are the only two. Well, so, uh. Yeah, Applejack Crumble Down. Oh, um, is Cramper not Quill Shooter here? Yes. Okay. Um, what about Fibblesteel Bluefaloo? Uh, sure. The entire gnome race is here. <laughs> all of almost all of the gnomes that you've met. <laughs> okay. Um, I I give a curt nod to Zafrab Waggletop and Tippletoe Stalwick as uh -huh. I walk past them. Yeah. Uh, no doubt they're looking very cool in their aviators. Of course. And uh, I give a formal Juxian bow to Applejack Crumbledown. <sighs> he waves vaguely at you. Your mayorness. I've yes yes I why have we stopped with the disposal I'm was there an issue There's a potentially some sort of issue unknown magical entity or presence contained within the containment shell um I, the options I see are basically this there are three possibilities here one we drop this thing in and everything's fine two we drop this thing in and set free whatever is contained within the shell, and it's very, very unhappy. Option three, we dunk it in and we kill some innocent entity that has been imprisoned in the shell. Uh, we need to know more information before we proceed, in my opinion. All right. Uh, what evidence do you have that there's anything contained within this structure. Well, for starters, when you put your hand on it, you can feel screaming in your mind, which uh, 
I, I find in my uh, layman's understanding of magic is usually a pretty good sign that there is something in there capable of screaming. You know, that that correlates with our findings <laughs> as well, uh, he says. N, N equals one, but, you know, it, it's... <laughs> It seems like a pretty good indicator. We uh, we have more Kanona, of a sample size, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, we haven't had anyone outside the shall we say core team do a full palm contact onto the surface because we're worried that it may be damaging to uh, individuals who are not of our genetic pedigree. <laughs> that is a <laughs> genetic spaghetti. Um, um, sure. But, uh, Ponona can attest to there being, uh, bad vibes. Ah, yes, that's an excellent and very scientific assessment. Uh-huh. Uh, the bad vibes check. We need some additional gnomish research support on this one. I, I must stress again that, uh, it is my overwhelming desire to destroy this object before any of its secrets can be proliferated further across this world, but my duty to not needlessly take innocent lives is also... I don't know, it's complicated. I want help. <laughs> well, we would need to get uh, one of our research teams in there to be of any assistance. Yes. Uh... I think it's probably time we land this thing next to the lava and get some eyes on it. All right. Um, as long as you can vouch for the researchers that you send in, I am willing to place our trust in the people of Hopsinopolis. Of course you can trust our research teams. That's They're the best in the world. Um, All right. I, I toss a little salute, and then... Um, I fall in reverse back up to <laughs> Teliferous. You just ragdoll and zoop. <laughs> yeah, all the way back up. <laughs> You're on a bungee cord. And uh, I, I put her down real gentle nice. And uh, I try to kind of set the orb and then uh, pull it a little and roll it so that the melted bottom surface is exposed so that it's easier for the research team to get in. Okay. And then land Soliferous nearby. Uh, like within, you know, gun range. Of course, just in case you need to incinerate any gnomish research teams. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually. I, look, at this point, we don't know what's going to come out of there. <laughs> I've been we in this business this for three years, going. and all I know is yeah. that you never know what's going to come through that front door. Uh, Teliferous has sustained quite we, a lot we, of damage. We need a place what? to land. Our, our our big stick is uh, needs needs some TLC. Yeah, yeah. Is, is there is our like regular landing island nearby enough that we could stay within guns range or no? It's gonna keep us on the same island. Like I was gonna land us next on to the, the edge, lava on the edge of the lava island. It's pretty big, isn't it? It's yeah. You you could uh, place where Teliferous can, like, root and heal. Is the question. What is the terrain on this island like, Joe? It is largely metal. Oh, okay. Never mind. So uh, as to contain the lava. Yeah, that makes sense. 
something conducive to. Yeah, uh, we talk it over with Pannona and settle down somewhere within, you know, flight distance. Mm-hmm. Farrakh, you are able to release the chains for the first time in a couple days. <laughs> it's quite a relief. Um, yeah. So you you zip on over to uh, see what's going on, and the Gnomish research team is already uh, kind of scouring the inside. Um, they appear to be much like Basil was uh, taking rubbings um, and they're assembling like a two dimensional version of the interior of the sphere with mm, each. Okay. So they have it like sectioned off into um, sheets of paper basically and they'll take rubbings and then move to the next one. And it's very methodical. Right, yeah. They're reconstructing it in like a flat plane. Yeah. Um, pretty much the whole time that this is going on i think i'd like to just be standing in the entrance to the sphere or you know hovering in the very center of it in a way that keeps me out of the out of the way of the gnomes and i am i'm gonna try some more like meditative contact with this uh this entity this orb this screamer see if i can get any any kind of two-way communication here listen for any other details anything else i might learn like are there multiple voices is it stronger in one area versus another does it ebb and flow over the course of the day like i'm i am gonna spend most of my afternoon here in silent contemplation of i'm gonna ponder this orb you're gonna ponder the orb this is it this is what the alchemist club has been building to for 200 (laughs) odd episodes uh, so are you are you just like hovering in the center, or are you actually going to make contact with the orb in various places? I think places? I'll um, I want to hover in the center first and see if there's any way to get contact with it without being like in physical contact. Mostly, I'm trying to stay out of the way of the gnomes so they don't like nudge me around all the time and like, hey, we need to take a rubbing where your foot is. Uh-huh. Um, but if I'm not able to have any luck there, I will. I'll try touching various spots. I'll try touching the orb from the outside. I'll even try... Um, I'm especially curious, now that we've kind of melted a ring out of it, looking in there and seeing if it's like sandwiched layers of different metal, or um, maybe if I have my hand in contact with that sort of sheared surface, it might have... I want to be clear, like, it's not It's not sheared. It looks like a melty, goopy mess. Okay, yeah. In that case, yeah, I'm just touching various spots and uh, okay. concentrating really, really hard. How long are you going to hover in the center and focus? I'll give it an, a half hour. Okay. Um, you do not get any uh, head head screaming while you're there, but you like. There's a very subtle kind of. I feel bad, like you have a sinus headache coming on the longer you spend inside. Okay. Um, And when you do start touching various points around the interior, you find that um, the screaming 
has kind of quieted down. It doesn't really sound like somebody in raw anguish anymore. It's more like, um, like resigned pain at this stage. Hmm. Uh, more of a wailing than a scream. Okay. It's like worse. <laughs> so is the yeah is the metal just cooling down, or they're just getting used to it? Well, the metal is probably cooled off. Mostly I mean, it couldn't have. Point, it couldn't right? have. I mean, at this point, yeah, but it couldn't have cooled immediately. When we no. pulled it out of the lava and started listening to it from the start. Um. After it's been, you know, three or four hours here, I I would like to try to talk to it again in elemental, mm -hmm. and see if there's. Or Not maybe even necessarily do I get a response, but like, does the screaming change in any way, or pause briefly, or like any kind of reaction even to the voice? And I'll like, <laughs> the gnomes are probably looking at me a little weird because I'm like two palms pressed against this thing, like yelling into the surface in a language that most of them probably don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely giving you looks. Uh, but you don't have there's there's no discernible change. Okay. So I mean, if it's just if it's not physically contained within the sphere, um, I mean, what's what's really hurting it? The erasure of the runes, or it, was it the the or was it the the lava itself, like physically burning? Was the, it damage or was the it the orb? Yeah. Well, was it damage? Was it heat? Was it erasure of the of the runes? Like, mm -hmm. you know, because that's that's the spell that's binding them to this spot. If their soul is or or their essence is bound to it, maybe their essence is getting torn as the spell is disrupted, or something equally yeah. painful. I don't know. We need somebody with like sea ethereal. Hmm. Desmond, you wouldn't happen to have that on your extended cleric list, would you? Because uh, <laughs> we we run into this a lot, but I don't have utility on my list aside from Featherfall. <laughs> mm -hmm. I so I mean I do just not anything like this. Can unicorns see ethereal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm grasping here. I don't know. I don't know about all this. Um, uh, I mean I could. I could summon an elemental to try and help us investigate, but that's probably the best that I could do. Uh, yeah, I feel like we've we kind of have that covered as far as like we can speak elemental, and I don't know that they would have any additional senses. We don't necessarily. I... No. Has Shed touched the orb yet? No. I would be very curious to see what you pick up, given that you have tremor sense. Sure. I can give you true sight. Here. Smack you on the on the back of the head. Oh, oh my God! I true sight. I guess oh. true seeing. Oh Damn. God! Okay. Everybody's so much uglier than they were before. <laughs> A third eye opens in the middle of Ched's forehead, and he huh? can see into forever. And I think we're gonna stop there. Oh. Um. Yeah. So. I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for a, a thrilling D&D &D mystery. Whoa. Um, 
if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcast hosting platform of your choice. And Matthew, our socials are You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter, X, whatever it's called now. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Alchemist Club on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, thank you. And our intrepid adventures today were Daniel playing Chad Fleek. Hey, Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland. Waffle playing Tarjex Heiko. Thanks for joining us. Waffle is good. Waffle is great. Uh, eat them up. Clean your plate with their face. <laughs>